This is Believe TV, the only podcast for today's best shows and movies. I'm Zach. And I'm Cash. And we're down to man. Uh, unfortunately, Jake was not able to join us tonight. His sweet wife had a... Uh, work emergency. Work emergency. And so he had to stick around with the old kiddos. Uh, but he sends his best and positive comments for this week, which is... Uh, so very surprising. Yeah, because yeah. last week, you know, he kind of stunned us. With the, you know, felt like some things were boring. But as he put it in synopsis of this episode, explains a lot that makes a lot of things better compared to the last episodes, thus making it move forward a lot stronger, which I concur. I mean, it gave us the background and it gave us the character development that we crave for in any show that we watch. Right, exactly. Um, I mean, this episode did a fantastic job of answering the questions of why Galindo was kind of cheeseball or weak. It answered the questions about... Um, how the inner workings of the Mayans are doing. Mm-hmm. It's a, it answers the questions about in relationships with other groups. And, and, you know, it showed some other connect. I mean, like, it did a really good job of back, uh, putting Tarantino, all the cards yeah. on the table. It, very, it did a really good job Tarantinoing it, you know, going backwards in right. time. But it also built off of the last episode with its characters and everything. It really did. And so I really enjoyed it. Um, the only thing, a couple questions. Uh, the title, of course. Yes, I, I was getting ready to do that because... <laughs> what have we got? Boo-ho Mawan? Boo-ho Mawan. You know, feel free to uh, attack us on Twitter at Bleed TV Podcast <laughs> yeah, if really. we are uh, butchering these any worse than yeah, we could. Absolutely. Um, if if you know you know representation of what we're what we're doing wrong, please let yeah. us know. I um, promise this won't be the first thing that we ever mispronounce. Or right. The last. <laughs> yeah. If yeah. you've listened to any of our podcasts, <laughs> yeah. remember we're from Mississippi. Yes. And so it's just inherently natural for us to sound things, make things sound garbage. Yeah. You know? yeah. It's <laughs> what we do best. Or slang or slow burst <laughs> or whatever you want to call it. But Buho and Muan. Yeah. Yep. 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 Uh, now, how about this intro? Number one, I'm tired of the effing CG animals, subplots. What's that? This owl. Why? Then why? I couldn't tell you. And not only was the owl itself bad, but the eyes were like... Oh, it was like something so pungent on the screen. I mean, I felt like I was being slapped. I was being slapped. That owl came out. I was wearing 3D glasses. And I'm telling oh, you, this owl God. flew out of my TV and attacked I could, me. I could just hear Jake just the, talking about how disgusting it was. I that's could just what it. that scream was last night. It, it was <laughs> Jake yelling. Now that's oh, all making sense. It was just... Ugh, I mean... Luckily, they followed it up with some really cool Hummer trucks. Yes, okay. that were just flying through the desert. And it was, so, was that front truck a Hummer? With just without the uh, yeah, the Hummer. There was like a couple Hummers, and then there was a Hummer truck. I yeah, think. that um, thing looked phenomenal. I was yeah. like, I immediately want to go buy this. And it go. was cool, man. I, I thought that was neat. Um, I thought it was a little awkward, you know, to be like, golly, they already know. Radalita and all them are. Yeah, you know, they, he had some intel and the, the GPS. Do rocking. we know how we got this intel? Well, he just says intel, so I'm guessing that you know, based on the, the outcome was is that the, you know they were going to where this pinata was. Yes, um, I was that the intel was from somebody who Adelita was associated with, and this was all just a uh, ruse. Yeah, I'm assuming it was the uh, food truck guy and his son. Not necessarily his son, but the food truck guy. I'm not so concerned. I don't think so. Because, I, I mean, we tortured him and we burned him. I think the food truck thing was just to send a message. Okay. Um, I think this was supposed to be some kind of new intel. And then when that's the whole premise of this episode is, is that because that intel came up spades, 
um, is the reason they decide to collect all the street gangs and all the other people like that to try to to do the whole, you know, we're bonded now. That, that makes sense and everything. Kind of become little birds and everything. Right, I, I know, need information. It's just like, oh, what was it? Uh, like, who was it on Game of Thrones? Not Pycelle, but the other one. No, it was the spider, Varys. Varys, yeah. uh, that, you know, had his little birdies everywhere. And so all this did was it showed him... Kind of building that network and everything. Yeah, building, trying to build his, that. building his nest of you know birds. The only problem is that's essentially what the rebels are. Like it's so if you're telling me he's got the same thing that is essentially the rebels. But you have to understand the rebels are the children of victims mm-hmm. of the cartel. They're not street gangs themselves. They're just rebels against organized crime. Thus, what the cartel is, and so picking okay. up street gangs yeah, it, would not be a part of the rebel rebellion. They are doing they're doing crime just as easily as they are. You're just kind of absorbing them, like exactly. you're an angel investor inside of them, and like you're just exactly. okay. You're coming exactly. to work for me. So to me, genius move. Okay, I see what you're saying. Uh, um, well, and honestly, that fits Galindo a lot more than anything else because well, yeah, that's business one on one. Exactly. You know. You know exactly. Know who your clientele is. Know who what your sources are. Where your information is. Okay. Get so a new crop. New get a get a new fresh perspective on possible intel. The whole nine yards. Okay. I'm I'm liking this move a lot more now that we're kind of talking through it with it a little bit more. Because when yes. I was initially looking, I was like, man, this really feels like you're just going to get infiltrated. This is the rebels you're inviting them in. But as soon as you say gangs and everything, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is this, making a this lot is more. This is where it's at, and so. Again, like, and of course, at the very ending, when the kid shows that he's got the cut across his hand, yes. and it's that huge aha moment that you know, in which I saw that kind of coming. It was just really random that the kid was just sitting right there mm-hmm. the whole time, and so on, and they were so eager to make it where he could join and stuff. And I was like, you know, eventually you have to have the chink in the armor. You have to show that the, you know a moment of weakness leads to a bad decision, and having this kid could be that moment of weakness. Um, and so I like that. Of course, it just creates that drama. You know, you can't always be undetected. No. And um, and everything. So I thought that was good. Um, you know, just wrapping up the whole Adelita and all that kind of stuff. I thought I'm not a huge fan of when you see Emily and his mother-in-law come into where the square is. Oh, you and you, walk you, by. You not buying her a disguise or anything. Nothing against the actress, but she sticks out like a sore thumb. A a blonde hair, blue eyed. I mean, uh, a pale complexion. Doesn't say she's out of Mexico. Completely not natural. (laughs) You know, it doesn't help that you roll up into a hundred twenty thousand dollar Cadillac Escalade, tinted out, completely blacked out. I mean, they won't know who I am. I promise or anything. This this Captain America Marvel disguise is going to completely hide me. Give me a break. I mean, at least his mom came out with the headdress and everything, completely wrapped. You know, big coat. She's in instead of khaki tight jeans. She's in blue jeans. So I I just you know, and so to me, when she's walking around. I thought the show missed on the on the opportunity of having somebody kind of look at her strangely, yeah. or she's out of place, and they never did that. And, you know, and her disguise got less and less as she's walking yeah, around the camera. She kept taking it off, and I was like, "What are you doing? How do you meet? Everyone knows who you are. Like, right. there's no way no one doesn't know what." And then the drivers like stay within eyesight. Nah, yeah, they were not. No, they were gone immediately. Yeah, like, I mean, like deuces, you're fired. Yeah, it was like, you know, no, don't worry, we'll be inside. I got news for you. If I'm that guy and I work for the cartel. She don't get out of my sight. No. Like, I don't care what's going on. 
Your job is to make sure she doesn't get kidnapped or anything. Otherwise, I'll be the next body on the yes. concrete. <laughs> um, I just. Yeah. But also, like, I don't know why they were worried about her going out there. If they wanted to kidnap her or have her in any shape or form, they would have just kept her. This is a good point. So, I mean, the, she was in no, in my opinion, danger at any point in time going around. But this you also have to look at this, too, is, is that now that he's retaliated, you don't know what their next step is. Still, like you knew he was probably going to retaliate at some point. You want as much ammo as possible. Possible, but you weren't expecting for anybody to be caught because you you thought you had produced a video that was no tells, but unfortunately it did. Yes, I mean fair point. And like so, you said, like the video was the real tell because you could hear that in the background and everything. It was just to me, a retaliation wasn't going to bring her life into more danger if they could have already just killed her, kidnapped her, and you still got the son. Like right. having her isn't. If he's willing to sacrifice his son, to me, he's willing to sacrifice his wife. I, I, I'm not I married. I don't think he's I don't willing to sacrifice his son. I think he acted on pressure from an advisor. Okay. And that's the reason at the end of, you know, when well, you see him apologize and mm-hmm. start crying. Because we realize that this is not who he was meant to be. Even the mother explains yes. that, you know, we were trying to make it where he was not part of this life. You know, he doesn't have to be that guy. And let me ask, well... Now that we have the mother in this and everything, and the advisor, do you think they're trying to make a play to become the head of the cartel? No. I don't think so at all. You don't think so? No. How, they, I think it's just meant to be represented by Glendo Mail. And that's just the way it, it's, it's that, just, that's that, fair. That's what it's supposed yeah. to be. Um, and since he is the heir, you know, that's the reality of it. I mean, I can very well see that and everything. It's just like some of the things that the mother's doing, how she's wording things, it feels undertone-ish right you know yeah yes or no and i know what you mean by that um I, I, and then maybe because she's just a great actress and i feel like she's doing better than everybody else on the show along with the advisor with the yeah. way they're talking and everything well they fit the part they do they fit the part well it's a quality cast and good writing on those situations and stuff like that so i, I agree with that. and now that galindo has kind of opened up and you understand what his rationale motivations and what his internal struggles are and to see that he is basically just like anybody else who has a moral compass <laughs> um that you know these decisions are weighing heavy on him yes you know and the only reason he's acting out is because his son is missing and so that uh, you know, it, it is what it is. You know what I mean? So uh, to me that, you know, I thought the Glendo part, the cartel part and all that stuff was, was right on point. And so how do you feel when we had the, uh, man, I forgot the name of those little baby skulls inside the, uh, pinata. Oh, man. man, don't, but don't, I mean, don't. that was like a pretty harrowing moment to me almost. Yeah. Just because like, those are a huge representation in Mexican culture, you know, day of the dead and everything. Correct. You know, you have all those bright colors saying we're celebrating you. You're not lost in everything. And to find it in a pinata, which is at every little kid's birthday party, mm-hmm. that's a big thing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, again, that was the, great. Uh, and there was tons of really good Kat, tweets. The Katrina skull is right. what they're called and everything. The... Uh, I love all the tweets that were blowing up on Twitter last night about that skull and all, you know, like, oh my God, you're going to have the cartel. You don't be making mad. Make sure there's no candy in there and all this kind of stuff. <laughs> there was some good stuff last night. Um, but let's, let, let's shift gears and go to, because it's kind of broken in three parts. Let's talk about Pops. Okay. All right. So Pops had, this was probably his biggest episode so far. Yep. Um, 
I mean, we're at the store. We're doing. Yeah, I like thing. that. Where he's slowly getting more screen time and everything. Absolutely, phenomenal actor. Um, I love this like that, and I love that they show the subtle things. Like you see the van, mm-hmm. you see the car come in, replace the van. You see him lingering on right. it, making sure it's like okay, I can work everything in here without paying attention. But these vehicles, they're right. catching my eye and everything. DA, DA comes in, they wanting updates. He's like, you know, he's doing his part. You know, kiss my ass. Yep. Um, there was a card. All right, so evidently you could call this number. Yes. Well, we okay. So if anyone who doesn't know, ninety nine point eight percent of movie and TV show phone numbers are always going to start with a five 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 because that means it's a fake number. They don't have to get it registered. They don't have to worry about anything. Right. So any show or movie that doesn't use five five five, that's a real phone number that you can always contact. Well, the Minds FX on Twitter popped up and said, "Give the call, give give the number a call. You might enjoy it." Ooh, and so on. So, did you give it a call? I I tried, and I, I got like it was busy season. So I'm guessing, you know, I mean, of course, I mean, the other million people were who watched and maybe decided to do it at the same time. So I was. yeah, so you're telling me there was a chance that the most popular TV show had yeah. a phone number flooded. So uh, if so, if somebody did it out there, you know, send us a message yeah. on Facebook, Twitter, or something like that, and tell us what what was your experience with the phone number. I mean, give us a if you can record it. Go ahead, do that for us, and we'll yeah, tweet it absolutely. out there for you. Feel free to tag in everything. Absolutely. So again, he sees the car, tells DA to take a bike, a hike, whatever you call it. He goes home, does a trash can, realizes it's got a car on him. He goes for his toolbox. Mm-hmm. His toolbox has got a pretty sawed-off double barrel. Oh my god, nice this thing was gorgeous. Um, and I love that. That's what he's rocking. Yeah. Like completely illegal firearm. Oh, hundred percent. I mean, he's staring at an officer. You know. And with an illegal firearm. This guy could arrest him right there on the spot. But there's no way you're going to. Right. Exactly. You know, because if you take him out, then you lose your connection, the whole nine yards. Well, not only that, you're not getting out of that neighborhood. Like, I mean, that that is a life and death uh, decision that you're making. (laughs) Do I really want to die over arresting him for this illegal firearm? Right, right, right. Answer's no. All right. How about the pennies being thrown at the car? Uh, This guy's reaction to it kind of stuns me a little bit. I got news for you. If I'm in my car and you hear dink, 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 dink you know, hitting my car, <laughs> I don't hop out of the car with with my with my heater strapped. No, that heater's out. So <laughs> safety's off, and I know yeah, that there's go one in the you. chamber ready it's to itching. go. It's itching real fast. I, I like that he picked the heads up penny, you know, because there was one oh, tail. Yeah, yeah. yeah, of course, the good luck penny. And so he lifts up to that good luck of having double barrel staring in his face. <laughs> so we retract that good luck. You were hey, about. it wasn't pulled. So I mean, that there was some good luck in it and everything. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I love this scene and everything. I love him, you know, being able to drop big cojones. You're going to get my son killed and everything. I don't need any watchdog. I've got everything that I need. Yeah. And, and he's like, I see that. Yeah. No doubt. <laughs> uh, we'll call the tails off. Don't worry. I just want to be done with the DEA. I don't see what purpose yeah. they're serving for the show. I don't know, you know, because you remember now, and I hate to reference Sons of Anarchy. The last time they were dealing with somebody who could possibly be a snitch, that so on, we had probably the greatest ending in Sons of Anarchy history of that season. Yes. Okay. There, to me, it is still considered one of the best episodes of ever of Sons of Anarchy. And and I mean, so I'm not going to give it away for somebody yeah. who hasn't seen it, but if you have not. Wow, there's a female. I think she was the FBI or DEA. I can't remember. Uh, FBI. I think. FBI. 
agent and what what happens at the end I mean, we've already heard everything is woo wow just A why haven't you finished Sons of Anarchy yeah, and B exactly. just go finish Sons of Anarchy for us <laughs> amen um, but so, like, I, I don't see them bringing that level into mind well, the DEA agent's not infused enough for it to get there yet no so if they, if they and maybe it's just route. like and it's early so it's early. like obviously I can be swayed in everything especially with how they're developing characters it's just I want to see Easy go full on with mines and everything, and I think the DEA is kind of holding him back from that. I agree. And so maybe again, if they we also give him need, that push, we also need Easy to get patched in for it to really get to that level. Yes. So I'm still waiting on that situation. Um, when Pops is there, Easy comes in. He takes money he got from the casino. He throws it in this giant Stanford bag that's littered with cash. Mm-hmm. Um, this made Twitter blow up about, oh, it's easy skimming. No, to me, yeah. I think every dollar he gets, he's stashing it away yeah, just so for that getaway it. bag. When yeah. the life, when his thing's over, he can get his life back. I purely think that's what this bag is. Do you know what the number one Twitter thing people was talking about last night? Oh, uh, how he drinks night? a beer. How he drinks a damn beer. Which, that's just ridiculous. Everyone has a different way that they hold a beer bottle. Like, don't get me wrong. It's weird. I think it's different. Yes. I'm not but saying we in a bad way. You know what? I said when I watched it, I was kind of like, okay, so the camera is panning to straight forward, maybe slightly to his left side, right? Mm-hmm. But when he puts his arm up, it blocks you know his face as he puts the beer to his mouth. Does that make sense? Yeah. And so it's definitely unique to me. I thought he was just trying to show off his you know muscularity with his veins and his forearms. Well, absolutely. I don't know. Look. I'm, I went out, I had a beer, and uh, held it that way. Not that bad. Like, but you, you was that what you considered natural? No. Like, <laughs> not, not in the slightest. But, like, I mean, it's definitely weird. I mean that in the best way possible. You know, find a way to be unique Obviously, to if we have this much Twitter chatter about it, then other people felt it was yes. off the mark. So, like, I mean, let's go. At, how do you hold a beer? Now, I will say there is someone that got on Twitter and said, hey, I've seen your other movies where you drink a beer, and you did the same way there, too. So, I, at yeah, least you're consistent. I, no, I think that's how he just naturally drinks a bottle of beer. Yeah, which is fine. You know, if that's, if that's your style, roll with it. You know yeah. what I mean? It's just like the days back when I used to dance, man. I used to have, you know, a bottle up Ooh. in the air. And whoa, up and we whoa, whoa. <laughs> I don't know if we need to talk about those you, That's how you, you prevent big movements. You hold your beer in your hand high. Oh, oh so you, know? you weren't one of the dice people uh, or no, anything? Like, there was no sprinkler. No, there was no, no dice. dice. Just, just the one no, bottle over there. Yeah. And move around slowly because you move my big hips. People get hurt. Oh, well, well, I mean, is. the building's coming down if oh, you start trying to get Jesus. down. Take that Shiite somewhere else. But anyway, what, what I'm no. getting at is, is that. You know, I just think it's funny that that was the top, the highest topic of Twitter chat. Wait till he shows his ass one day. The Twitter oh, might blow up. Oh, Twitter's going to explode. Yeah. It's going to be great. Yeah. While he's holding a beer. Like he's just, <laughs> just going to drop one hand, the beer up in uh, the other. Bare like, ass and me. holding his beer the unique way. There you go. <laughs> that, that sounds like a regular college party now that we're talking yeah. about it. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about the Mayans. Now, the Mayans decide that... They're going to go to an Indian Territory casino to... In Las Vegas. It's, like, I don't think it's not Vegas. Okay, but... I think it's, you know, kind of intermediate between them. Because, well, I, my thought was on Twitter and everything, he kept saying, that keep sending me to Vegas. Well, they Let's keep go talking about Vegas is where the shipment needs to be delivered and okay. where things are going and so on. 
And so this was a meeting of the the prison um, officials that handle all the you know the, the going in with uh, what do you call it the the contraband yeah, exchange. There we go. I was like, Jesus, why did we think of this one? I know it. And these two slime balls, you know, and then. Of course, the Chinese, they were worried about, you know, product and shipments mm-hmm. and getting stuff. And so their job was to settle this, have some negotiation well, power. Well, they were the money. The We had the prison guards, and then we had the essentially the suppliers as the mines. Right, you know, and so they were taking care of all this. And during this situation, there were some cool things that happened, you know, of course. Um, well, I love the beforehand, before we even head out to the Indian Reservation, how we open the door into the Mayan clubhouse? Yeah, that's one of the coolest things I've seen. Yeah, yeah that's pretty sweet. Because like we sweet. have the little side door and everything slide open. Then Angel makes the phone call, which I like that he's only using one phone. Because I don't think in this day and age you can really have that burner phone anymore. Well, not when you're with a group of people all the time. Exactly, yeah, it'd be kind of a dead giveaway. Whoa, whoa Angel, what, what's that burner phone for? Yeah, like, what you doing with that cricket <laughs> over there, man? You know, <laughs> what's that? No key? You trying to burn somebody with that? Like, yeah. Who you beating today? An anti theft brick you got? Um, but uh, yeah, no, I, I'm so with like, you. I'm with I, you. I like that he's uh, only using the one phone and everything, making the calls, and then we get Jimmy, and I, I was like, okay, this is going to be an interesting character we haven't really known too much about. He's the head person for the Chinese. Mm-hmm. You know, we get to the Indian Reservation Casino right there. And, you know, they give you the whole premise of we take your guns. Mm-hmm. You know, we're going to have your quiet room, the whole nine yards. It felt very wild, wild west. It kind of did because, you know, like his goons didn't quite match what I would expect if you're the head guy in Indi- of an Indian casino. No, you know not what I'm at saying? all. Yeah. One looked like, you know, he's straight off a of Texas ranch and, you know, the other one was just a complete opposite. So... Not, not saying it's a bad thing. I'm no, just saying, like, like it, when I at first I was like, oh, it doesn't the, quite fit the mold I expected. But hey, whatever. Like the Samoan club, that fit what I was expecting. In everything. Exactly. Um, this but anyway, casino, not you know, as much. Hey, he's like, we got a few hours. Let's have some fun. And so Coco takes, you know, <laughs> easy. Like he's counting cards. Well, which I got news for you. They would have been spotted a mile away. Yes. When you have turned and looked, and somebody's giving you nods. I mean, like, no. like, they, they would have been busted really quick. Well, and you have Easy just sitting on the slots, not doing anything. Yeah, the yeah, other guys sitting at a blackjack every table. Every table is monitored by numerous cameras. The only reason, Cash and I and Jake, we all live within 30 minutes of the largest casino strip of all of Mississippi yes. and most of the Mid-South. I grew up uh, in casinos my entire life came right. from vegas and everything and so let me tell you what's going on on this table would never not, yeah never not, not even close like, you know and if it was you'd be in a back room with uh, a hammer the only reason i think he's able to get away with this is just because the casino's cool losing a couple hundred bucks to the mayans that's it yeah well, you know, you see Angel come up and he's like, cash him yeah, out. Because like, you're being disrespectful to your host. Yes. And so Even though the host is always disrespectful because the casino tilts the odds in their right. favors. I digress. All right. Now, the <laughs> next part. But how about Coco being the one that could count cards? Well, Coco couldn't. He was depending on oh, Easy the, the whole time. And so when Easy got up, he's like, uh, 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 you know. Right. We're done. We're done. All right, the part, the only part of the episode, minus the F and owl, that kind of bothered me, and to me, it was purely just to give you, it is the Walking Dead syndrome. I have a really, really cool, cool scene, scene 
but I don't really care how I get to it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so the really cool scene is easy dropping, you know, a, a chip into his drink. Yes. And then smoking him in the face, right? This one deadly punch. He punches How did we get to that part? We, we randomly get a scene of Easy going to the bar so that he could be made fun of because he's in a biker group by local cops. A, who um, aren't on duty. Who aren't on duty and drinking and all that stuff like that to where, you know, he gets punked. And just so we can get that next scene of him punching him. You yeah, know I mean? didn't like this at all. Because to me, yeah, I mean, I, I like that, yes, you're taking care of your business. Yes, mm-hmm. you're my ends. Yes, you can do that. And here you're not cops. I like some of the dialogue that came with it. But just, to me, like it was like just, you said, it was like I really want to see Easy punch a cop, potentially get himself into more trouble because this is going to come back and haunt him. Right, because here's the deal: then he punches him. He sees that you know, we have a flashback mm-hmm. of you know, hey, I'm a cop, and then you see the flash of him turning around and shooting somebody behind him, and it's mm-hmm. a cop. And Which, so we have, do you know, the last episode and everything, we were like, is it, could this be a car crash? You know, how what was the situation where he killed a cop? Oh. He killed a cop because he was chasing after somebody. Here's somebody. Who was he chasing is that, the great question. Yes. He was also firing back at him. And, you know, put him in that situation and everything. I mean, which we're, also, we're Stafford bound. You need a better lawyer. College kid. Just <laughs> someone who is chasing this guy like he has. You know, you know it what has to be you, some, what, you know what I think is? Are you ready for this? This is to, my theory. Okay, let's you ready hear for this? Yeah. Like that? What have they shown us for two episodes? His mother is in an urn. I think the guy who he's chasing killed his mother. He was chasing after him in anger. That's the reason it was a gunfight. Turned around and shot this officer by accident. Okay. That right there is the reason you get six years and you get a deal. Is because the reality of it is is the only reason you had the gun is because you were chasing after someone who just killed your your, your mother. Boom, there's my prediction right there. I like it. I mean, that shows why you could get out, especially with that cop ending up being dirty. And it was, you murdered somebody. It wasn't in self-defense. But He's a good guy. Yeah. He's going college Stafford bound. He's good. You know, all this guy's ever, this whole life in front of him. That was one of those things where it was a mistake and you still have to pay for it. Right. And so what would cause him to go and chase somebody and get into a gunfight when you're... Somebody broke into your house and killed your mom. Yeah. Or something. Or you're yeah, getting something, along or those something, lines, You know yeah. what I mean? I call it bat- Batman syndrome. You know what I mean? You know, you're, you know, luckily you're just old enough to have the gun to <laughs> go after the robber. So, I mean, that's what I'm getting I at. Like so it. I that's my it theory. Some, yeah, I was thinking it's more angel-related. And he was just able to break a lot of that anger and stuff while he was in prison. Maybe. But I just don't I, see a guy who's college-bound, staying for a whole life ahead of chasing someone with the ferocity that he was and willing to get into shooting bullets back and forth with somebody. No. You, the mother theory stick, holds a lot more water. It's got to have something that makes you insanely angry to do that. It's got You got a lot of meat on that bone, and I'm liking it. So that, there, there you go. Punch it down, guys. There's the theory of what's, what, what we're trying to get. Um, so I like that stuff, you know, because when he punched the cop, mm-hmm. he got the same kind of you know feeling and flashback. But the I whole like him going to the bar, bar thing was like, you know what I mean? A, going I to the just, bar, B, I felt like ordering a Miller Lite. I feel like it was pushed. It was very much pushed. I would have much preferred. Show, you noticed that all the people were behind him. Mm-hmm. I don't mean to cut you off, but look, you noticed the whole gang was behind him and heard the guy go, oh, you know, pussy. Yeah. Show a scene where they say, hey, prospect, go get me a beer. 
Yeah, it was just like just that little bit instead of him just suddenly showing up at a bar and And having a conversation, people ragging him. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, like give him a reason to go to the bar besides get because I'm going to tell you, you don't really walk up to the bar at a casino. You have cocktail waitresses for that, right? You know, you've got people running back and forth. Unless you're gambling at the bar, you're not really going up to the bar because you drink for free. a, A touch sprinkle of a reason why he's there, other than just randomly having to be next yeah. to this guy. I don't know. It, just, but, it felt like that was the only – I mean, I'll tell you, that is minor. But minor. that would have made a huge difference. Or if we would have just had one of those cops be able to speak Spanish. Like, I understand you. Mike. Yeah. You know, MMF and da, 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 da. Exactly, and everything. That changes the whole dynamic of it as well. Exactly. You yeah. know, it's like, oh, so you think I'm a pussy now or everything, or I'm a douchebag, you know, something like that. Boom. Changes it. I'm a lot more okay with this fight. Right. So I mean, they do one of those two things. Yeah, exactly. But like I said, for this episode, that is a minor gripe. And mm-hmm. that's one of my pretty much only gripes is that, I did, that scene just kind of felt a little pushed. But that could have been an editing thing, too, though. There could be more to it. You never know. Yeah. Uh, so I'm moving on. Um, now, the, the only technical problem was is that Easy throws a right hook and smokes this cop, right? Yeah. Just like that. And all the blood blood end up on the face of the slot machine on on the right, on his left side, which is not possible. It it's not going to work. Like it goes against all laws of physics. I was like, (laughs) um, yeah, that needs to be going with. If anything, it should have been shot against the camera Mm -hmm. lens to like, oh, in my face, like the you know the shot. So, to me, that was a huge blunder. Yes. Huge Because that, that was one of the things I was, I was like, that just doesn't quite look right. Yeah, that it doesn't work. You know, unless he whipped his hand back, which he didn't, because he <laughs> no. followed through like any good punch would be. It's just not possible that he ended up blood on that side or on that on that thing. I think that was put in for effect, and I'm like, um, you're an idiot, whoever yes. decided that was the way to be effect, because <laughs> it just doesn't match. And I uh, like that Easy has that one punch capability because he definitely looks like he can do it, and that cop was not necessarily the most intimidating enough people. Right now, here's the thing: you're surrounded by five or six cops. Mm-hmm. What why? on earth? Why did they just pick him up and walk him away? Why wasn't there well, more to it? You're still because you're not on your territory or anything like Native American grounds. They have their own police officers. Your jurisdiction holds no even, weight. Yeah, but even so. I you're going against a biker gang. I, I give you that. You're all liquored up. You're seeing them still being sober. I was okay with it. Okay. I, I, I can remember that. All right. So while they're outside, Angel, again, walks away from the group mm-hmm. and goes Which and is meets. Becoming, becoming a habit yes. forming. Um, getting separate phone calls, separate this, separate that. All right. So he meets this guy. Um, God, I can't remember what his name was. Jimmy. This is Jimmy. Yeah. And... He's telling him that, you know, basically this is the guy he's going to sell the, the six keys to. to to finance uh, uh, the rebellion, I guess. Yeah, the and rebellion. Could, what is that? 180,000 I think. Well, he said he wanted 30, yeah. So that's a, that's a big cash deal. And what uh, do we think happened to these other three keys? Well, they burned them in the fire. Gotcha. Um so that was you know to prove that point. Well, I mean that was a terrible decision on their part. Well, I mean, it's only ninety thousand dollars in burnt merchandise. Um, God, like just fill it with flour or something. Yeah, really, like, just burn the wrapper they yeah. were in. You know, hey, let's like, put some uh, flour in there. that. You know, dirty up with some brown sugar. <laughs> a little let's, something. Let's rewrap it. I, oh God, yeah, they really did burn it. Which I guess that didn't sink into me when I was watching the video. I thought that right. they had just 
repurposed it. Like, right. No, we burnt ninety thousand dollars. Ninety grand it, worth. Expensive of message. A very expensive message. All righty. <laughs> so he, you know, so he agrees, and so you know, he wants to get it in Vegas like that. So this whole little meeting, which is just basically to negotiate, you know, product getting to the prisons. Mm-hmm. Um, all that's fine. The Chinese are worked out there. That hey, we, we you know we're going to make sure we get your product. The, now, I think Bishop spoke a touch much when he guarantees no more shipment errors. Yes, that is something that you never need that to do. That was a huge red flag to me in this scene. Yes. I think they went ahead and just said, all right, viewers, here's our first problem coming up. <laughs> Bishop is going to be in trouble because <laughs> yeah. he shot be- his mouth off, you know. Now, is it going to be an angel mishap? That is what does this, or is it just going to be something else, you think? I think it's just business, you know, something happens, yeah, I mean, you know. It- you're, you're transporting drugs. Uh, the, streets, bound the, to the word is out that you've been ripped off once. You know, you can make another deal. exactly. Um, so all that's fine. Everybody agrees. Two percent hike up. This, that, so on. Da 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 da. Love Bishop's negotiating skills. Yeah, the I mean, man is a smooth talker. He he's can on point. Hold a room, and he doesn't allow for a counterpoint. You know, like he doesn't start off. Well, he he, go ahead, he goes ahead and gives you a fair offer right yep. up front. The end negotiation, and like he already knows what he's like. So, oh, so like this is happening in the prison. I feel like probably just upping your percentage is going to quiet that down a good bit. Yeah, right. right. I'll quash all that. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, how about two percent? You know. Yeah. And I really wanted him to give something else to the Chinese, be like, and another three kilos on top, as you know, something they just get there. Here's your twelve kilos. Pay us. Right. Well, I don't think the Chinese were in a big bind. They were just trying to make sure that they could have their faith in what was yes. coming anymore. Um, I would agree with that. And so, no yeah. idea, but he's like, hey, did I hear something about a single malt and da-da-da-da-da. Yep. Uh, so, he pulls this beautiful bottle of scotch out. and they're Which I, I didn't understand the significance of it at the point and everything. I didn't either. Like, why are we showing a scene of them celebrating with scotch? Yeah. It, a, no one. And then um, the basket with, yes. the, with, the, with the 1911 in it. And I was like, okay, now it's starting to make a little more sense. This is something yeah. up. As soon as I saw it, I was like, I still have no idea who's about to get shot. I didn't shot. know who the target was. I, I didn't have a clue. When like, they greased Jimmy. I mean, like everybody's face. This is like you know. So far, the one thing is consistent. There's always a scene where every mind's like, "Holy shit!" Like that just happened. How are we this blindsided? Yeah, I mean, like that's every episode. Yes, I mean, either it's guy losing his arm, everybody's like, "Oh shit!" Or watching somebody get cooked with grease. Oh Mm -hmm. shit! And now I get to watch somebody gets greased right in front of you know, forty-five to the face. And Um, like Bishop said. You know, it wasn't a done deal or anything, but the looks on all of your faces made it worthwhile. And I was like, yeah, their faces definitely. Well, it brought up a good point because Bishop and Alvarez have are shown, uh, we're, as the viewer, we're being shown that they're actually considering there could be somebody in the MC well, who is doing information. Not even necessarily Bishop. It was just Alvarez, really, because right. when they were leaving... But he uh, has a conversation, yes. and they agree. I mean, think about it. If Bishop didn't think that at all, he might look and go, "Not my crew." True. You know what I'm saying? Like he would immediately defend that. And so, but no, he's actually like, "Okay, we can do this, that, or so on." Because he was just like, "Just keep it between us for a little bit. Let's right. see how this plays out." Exactly. So, I mean, so, to me, that's that's big. And uh, yeah, I'm starting to realize just how much Bishop is like uh, Clay. You know, I mean, he's yes. a lot smarter than I was initially giving him credit for and everything. Because they kind of painted him as the 
oh, I'm kind of already halfway out and everything. No, that's not the case. No, uh, they're, they're, they're doing it right. Like I said, I think the reason Jake thought so highly of this episode, and just like I did, is, is that they showed a lot for each of the characters mm-hmm. that made them much more likable and made you understand their motivations and premises for the show so far. Yeah, I mean, we're getting the development that we wanted. Like we said at Absolutely. the beginning of the episode and everything, we have all of these just... J- huge generalizations. It was like, man, this guy's not going to be what we need him to be. He's going to be terrible and everything. But as it slowly builds itself, we're like, oh, he's not anything like I initially thought he was. Right, right, right. right. And part of that's, we have to make these conclusions and everything at exactly. the beginning. Exactly. And we're happy to be proven wrong with them. And Bishop is one of the characters I'm most happy to be proven wrong with. Because I think, I said last week, I don't think he's going to make it to even the mid-season. Well, I think now, that, yeah, I think quite differently. Yeah, I mean, you, me and Jake were like, Bishop's gone. You're like, I don't know, guys. He He's going to hang around for a while. I'm, I'm starting to lean towards you now. Yeah, I, I really like, feel I, so. I could see him being on two or three seasons. <clears throat> yeah. You know, just one episode, and that changes, changes a lot. Changes the whole perspective. So that's kind of the episode. What kind of predictions do you think we're going to go from here? You know, previews show some things, but where do you think they're going to go in direction on this? Um... I really think we're going to get a lot of DEA stuff to try to fish that out and stuff because that's the one side we haven't really been shown too much of. So I think it's going to be a lot, a little bit more Galindo and everything. You know, we're going to get him and right. uh, Emily either making or breaking it pretty soon. I know it's, I have to make another one of these bold predictions or something, but <laughs> when you only have 10 episodes and you have a lot to smush into it, you're doing a lot of big things all at once. And I think the DEA is going to make that push on Glendo and Emily to kind of break them up with easy. Right. And I think that's what's going to be happening a lot in the next episode or two. <clears throat> um, I think the next episode is going to be pretty heavy on the rebels scrambling because now we realize there's a mole as well as that money they were counting on for those keys is not going to be there either. True. And so I feel like you're going to see Angel – or maybe some of the group make a mistake. I can Ooh. see that coming up where maybe they show some cards they shouldn't, or it forces a hand or a decision. Break in case of emergency or something. You know, you have to end up selling these drugs to the wrong person. Yeah, I, I just, I don't know. I think we're going to have a casualty. I think the mole is going to cause a problem, or we're going to see more development of that. Well, um, I mean, like the mole is only, it's what, Coco, Angel, and... I don't remember who the third guy is. Uh, it's the bigger He's, ball-headed yeah. guy. I don't know his name. but um, So, I mean, the only one out of those three I think we can lose is the bigger guy. But. Possible. Well, here's the thing is that do you honestly see the rebellion moving, you know, being successful down the road? Yes. I don't see any reason to bring them in if they're not successful. See, to me, I think it's the opposite. I think Sutter brings in something that's going to tear your heart out when it fails. Okay. Think about it. I mean, that's what he does. You know I, mean, what I mean, no, it's true, and I mean, he gets rid of Angel theoretically. Like, I mean, I know you don't have to kill Angel in this instance or anything, but no, uh, to me, like, if you're if you comparing Sons of Anarchy, of course, always <clears throat> there's never the light in the tunnel. It's always making the best of a bad situation. That's yeah. what the show is. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what it is. It's, oh, we only lost six people instead of 15. Yeah, like, exactly. Okay. We're, we're going to build a bike to commemorate them. Moving on. <laughs> Beer. You know, so. Oh, you died by a quick bullet to the yeah, head instead of so, torture. Congratulations. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if it's just that simple, but I just feel like, you know, 
you got to think about it. What is something that's going to pull at heartstrings that would tear the viewer up to see it fold and or it fail? Would be the it's Rebels. Someone, is, it's either your, your turncoats failing or the Rebels failing or significant things like that. You know, to me, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me at all. It's just like he said in the opening and part of this is that there may be kids there, but drop them anyway. Oh, my. My so heart to dropped me, as soon as he said that. When what is prevent Sutter from having a scene where they come in and just start shooting and you see kids start falling? FX. That is the only thing that has prevented it. <laughs> right. Like, this is on HBO you, or you something. You might not see the kids actually taking bullets, but you <laughs> might see this guy spray and then you, you cut yeah, scene and there's four kids on the ground. I mean, we've already seen a kid burnt to a crisp. So, I mean, I mean we're yeah. not that far off from I mean, just so seeing. I'm just saying, you want to talk about tearing some heart, you know, tearing your heart out. Especially after we had the little girl talk to the little boy and just be like, no, mom, we need to bring him. He needs to be with his family. He is. They're right there. Yeah. I was like, oh, my. How did you bring this yeah. into the show? So, I, I think I'm just saying it's another bold prediction is that Look, I mean, that I, is I see the rebellion doing maybe some good things, but the reality of it is. I see major casualty. So, I mean, that means we have to give them one or two quick battles, you right. know? And then like, you're like, okay, we think we're winning. We think we're winning. And then, sweet. Again, just like Sons of Anarchy is, is that, you know, they win battles, but not necessarily the war and all mm-hmm. within one swoop. So, um, And it's hard to overtake a cartel. I mean, Galindo. It's a cartel. Yeah. Just using the word cartel, cartel. is enough to say chances are... They have unlimited resource. Damn near you close don't. to it. Yeah, <laughs> you have kids. We, we, we have a kids don't. in a short food supply. Yes, <laughs> so, <laughs> like, we're counting rice like we're on Survivor. So like, I'm I mean, a exactly. Worried. I mean, the only thing missing. Oh my god, was the host saying the next immunity <laughs> challenge <laughs> is <laughs> who can hold the bullet the longest. <laughs> That's right. You know, and, who 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 knocks the pinata down first wins. You know, the other one gets the spike. You know. <laughs> Um, We're having a fire building challenge today, exactly. and you're covered in gasoline. <laughs> so, I mean, cartel uh, style. But anyway, I, I, that's what I'm getting at. Is that, God, like, I, I hate that you're probably right. Like, I mean, and I'm kind of looking forward to it. And like, that's that's not good. Hey, man, it is what it is, man. <laughs> Guys, what do y'all think? Do y'all think that, uh, that this is going to have heartache and depression and outrage because terrible things happen before the sunshine comes? Or is it going to be something where, you know, it's not what you expect and completely the opposite, you know, and, you know, who knows? I mean, if you have a theory, a thought, anything, do not hesitate to send us a message. We'll, we'll probably pimp it on the show for the next time we do predictions. Absolutely. I mean, we love uh, bringing your opinions into the show. Yeah. And Don't I forget. Mean, that's what it's about. We got email. We got Twitter. We at got Facebook. Podcast at Gmail. You can hit us up on right. Facebook or Twitter. Twitter. At and Instagram, Podcast, Instagram. All that stuff. We're all there, man. Don't hesitate. Let us know what you're thinking and thoughts and stuff. But, uh, man, I think we covered up pretty good. What do you do? Absolutely. Guys, as always, we appreciate you listening. Hey, do us a favor. Tell your friends. If you enjoy what you're listening to, tell people to give us up. Give us a like. If you got a chance, go to iTunes and give us a five-star review. It bumps us up in the search engine, making it where we can promote the show more, thus making your show more popular, thus meaning it stays on television longer. So (laughs) it's around, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's a beautiful catch-22. You help us, we help the show. The show helps us. 
There you go. Shout and out we, to and Tori. And for, we, share your, we share your content, you know. And uh, shout out to Tori for the great review she gave us on hey, Facebook and everything. Absolutely. Like, so. truly touching, unexpected. You know, somebody else who was pimping us on the other day when was on one of the groups was uh, Keanu Rose. So she does this very well. Thank um, you very appreciate much. Appreciate you as well. So, um, so like I said, guys, we, we, we like to give back to fans. But other than that, we're going to call tonight, and we look forward to next week. So this is Bleed TV, and I'm Zach. And I'm Cash. We'll see y'all then.